Okay, we're, we're good. We're started. Right. We're... Happy birthday, Trucy! Thank <laughs> you. Happy birthday! The secret is out. Does Trucy allow is 23? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's, to this day, still my favorite meme. That's such a good... It's so fucking good. Nothing will hit as hard as bad translation. Can I just tell you that recently I was looking up uh, merchandise for VTubers and Corona, <laughs> Inugami Corona, has a mug that's like... <laughs> Am die forever. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, I, I need to see this. Let me find it for you. It's very good. I I was sent an exorbitant amount of birthday money, and I was like, "Well, time to buy Delta Rune merch." Oh yeah, fair. Nice. Good quality. So I I got a little. I got I ordered a Ralsei plush. Aww, that's cute. Because I love Goat Boy. Yeah, I I'm very excited for that for that game. I guess I guess we're gonna. Just dive right into it, huh? Yeah, let's go. All right. Well, welcome, everybody, to the 33rd episode of the Hot Pot Cast. We are Toronto's most powerful video game podcast. <laughs> wow. I am joined by the Great White North's two strongest hunters. To my left, I have the Polar Bear Pummeler. What? The powerful <laughs> Puncherino, Ashley. <laughs> These get better every week, I swear. <laughs> to my right, I have a storm of seals. <laughs> the absolute wave of walruses. <laughs> it's Maggie. Hi. And with you always, your humble host, it's Trucy. <sighs> Who is old now. Who is the old. aged, the aged Antarctic. <laughs> the Alaskan amoeba. <laughs> and your humble host, Trucy. You gave Ashley polar bears, and you gave me seals, and you went amoeba? Yeah. That was the only other arctic animal you could think of? Beginning of all life. I guess so. <laughs> sure. Trucy's a god. I, it's me. I, I, I saw this very fascinating article a while ago about like a bunch of Ar- arctic researcher science people opened up a chunk of ice and they found like prehistoric worms mm. like whoa and the article's <laughs> like these are the oldest worms known to man you'll never see worms like these worms <laughs> exactly you'll never <laughs> see worms like these <laughs> i mean that is really cool i mean it's worms but also like <laughs> it's ancient shit which is cool but it's a fucking worm so like yeah all right I, I'll, I'll start off our appetizers yeah yeah the appetizers is the section of the podcast where we recount our weeks and what has been going on in our daily lives. I'm on the final case of the first great Ace Attorney game now. Ooh. This game's really fucking good. I, I again, recommend this to anyone who hasn't played Ace Attorney. Young Japanese boy coming to the great empire of Britain. His first trial has him defend someone who is a millionaire, but... No one wants to defend him. And basically, without a defense attorney, he's just going to be just declared guilty. And as the trial progresses, he's kind of secretly pulling the strings. And by the end of, by the, end of the trial, you find out that he's, like, secretly planting evidence to make himself seem more innocent. Oh, and you're like, right. hold on a second. 
he he's not as helpless of an old man as he led you to believe <gasps> and basically throughout the entire trial he's kind of been like playing along the same rules of the law doing everything that like the court asks of him right. and but like you can see that he's bending the rules so specifically to suit his own needs but it's not illegal and Runosuke, the hero he just got to great britain and he's like is this what justice is like planting evidence lying <laughs> but like everything he's doing it's still like it's fair in that court of law and he has like a fucking mental breakdown he has like a whole episode where he's just like what is justice why am i here <laughs> and it's it's amazing. Little baby boy uh, first encounters with corruption. <laughs> Who would have thought old, old white man with money is yeah. a bad guy and does yeah. weird shit and like yeah, of course. I can't believe that. It's, it's, it's one of the coolest first trials I've ever seen in Ace Attorney because the first trilogy it takes them a while to get to the point where, and I'm not even at this point yet, but <laughs> it, takes, it takes like, I think until the end of the second game which I'm currently working through, where you actually do get assigned a client who is not as innocent as you are led to believe. Hmm. Which I think is very interesting because it's like, yeah. defend this guy, prove his innocence. And then you start in investigating the the murder and you're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on a Hold second. On, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's so cool. I love Ace Attorney. Hmm. It's like, what is justice? What is... What do these things mean in the Great Britain? <laughs> the anti-Japanese racism that the English people in this game have is so on the nose and so fucking hilarious. It's like, there's the first English woman that you meet is she has an interpreter to speak for her in the court because she's in Japan at the, at the time. And mm -hmm. you realize that she can speak Japanese all this time but she chooses not to because, quote, I can't bring myself to speak your vulgar tones. Uh, oh, but God. English master race. You learned the language. Oh, yeah, you also learned it already. <laughs> Which yeah, means that but, you had to practice speaking it. But she's so above it. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm going to have someone else speak Japanese for me because you're disgusting, tiny islander language. Jesus Christ. It's Fucking wild. Up. It's so bonkers. And every time you make like a rad deduction they're like wow amazing how you came to that conclusion with your your eastern mind your foreign islander ideas are so novel and it's like i guess uh, <laughs> fucking rude <laughs> there's a there's an englishman who describes he's like oh yeah i heard you japanese subsist on on um a dirt colored liquid dressed up with spices and um and it's like does d does he mean miso soup? Which, by the way, that's rich coming from anyone coming out of the UK. I'm sorry. Have you <laughs> had bangers and mash? Honey, opening up a can is not a culinary delight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny, though. Man, the, the writing the writing is so good. It's just it's just great. And I'm learning all these things about like I never knew about the River Thames. Really? Yes, I didn't know that they literally just dump their shit into the same water that they drink from. Yeah, it was that was like half the plague, yeah. honestly. <laughs> and and they let that go for two centuries? Yeah, they didn't know. Yeah, Bro, terrible. Hello? 
sorry to once again start an episode of the hot podcast by saying <laughs> white people 200 years you drink the poo poo water <laughs> what are you doing england what the fuck <laughs> bonkers also yeah. i also um i i was able to flex my my brain muscle by uh teaching my partner about window tax because they bring it up in the game what window tax do you know what window tax is no no window tax was like a a very short-lived legislation in britain where basically they would they would tax you based on how many windows you had on a house what because that was how they like judged well what which is a pretty like not great yeah metric So they didn't even have glass in those windows. What? <laughs> so so people would just uh, to avoid the tax, people would brick up their windows, right? You know, because you're so poor that you can't even afford the luxury of sunlight. <laughs> so absolute garbage. So yeah, I, that, I I learned it because I used to listen to a bunch of like British podcasts as a kid, and I just huh. became very enlightened to weird British things. Huh? I'm into that. Anyways, though. window tax. It was real garbage window tax it was real (laughs) the newest conspiracy it's out there (laughs) some people believe in ufos i believe in windows (laughs) and their taxability (laughs) Uh, we said tax the rich we didn't mean rich in vitamin d (laughs) anyways god Uh, what a dumb joke has anything else happened this week for you, Shusei? Yeah, so Deltarune Chapter 2 came out, and uh, yeah, it's not out on Switch yet, so I decided to take this time to revisit Chapter 1. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That writing is still so good. Yeah. The characters, yeah. Susie and Rolse, mm-hmm. are great. Rolse is literally the best. <laughs> Furry boy healer twink, <laughs> who I love. And, so cute. and the power of mean girls shines through you. <laughs> and the power of the fun gang. This is still a very good video game. What was the the Joker Jack boy's name? Jevil. Jevil? Yeah, I I it took me about a day to get to the end of the of chapter 1 and I really wanted to fight him again because I remember that fight was so fun and the music was so good. Mm, Such yeah, good was. music. Oh my god. And my first try, I got to the point where he's in like his final phase and it says Jevil's pulling out all the stops. And then I <laughs> died super hard. And then I did it again and I beat him on my <laughs> second try. And I was like, damn it! Hey. That was that was easier than I thought it was. <laughs> Fuck. No. I'm I'm the person who saves before I fight uh Sans in the genocide route. Mm. Just so I can alt right. F4 and fight him again, because it's yes. just fun. Absolutely. So now yeah. we're gonna make a second save, just so I can fight Jevil, and just experience <laughs> that that good music, the world revolving. Such a good song. Quality. It's, it's so such good. a good song. Uh, like Field of Hopes and Dreams. <laughs> good. World revolving. Like I'm um, like numero uno. It's I gotta so go back good. and listen to that soundtrack. Holy shit. It yeah. fucks. I'm I'm just waiting for the chapter two to hit switch now, and I've been playing more World Flipper, my anime furry pinball game. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> that game's that game's really good. And there's there's a, there's a thing I didn't I didn't talk about when I last covered this game is that when you do online co op, which I think is the real meat and potatoes of the game, uh. uh, 
the bosses will do like they'll start buffering a special attack and you have like six seconds to basically cancel out the attack and they will have randomly generated spots on their body for you to aim your pinball people at okay. and you you hit the little crosshairs to cancel their attack and in co-op it's it's great because you're playing with two other people mm-hmm. and you're all like working together to, to hit all the different parts of the pinball boss it's just it's just a very good rpg pinball anime game <laughs> What a niche genre. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. It, it's it's really fun. I even though, even though like it's a gacha and I don't subscribe to, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. If this was a game that I could pay money for and like play on like my Switch, I would hands down. I I think World Flipper and like Cookie Run are like in a league of quality in all their own. Like <laughs> they could absolutely be fully full fledged like handheld games. Mm-hmm. yeah i can see that yeah not to like definitely not to discount mobile games for being mobile games because i think a lot of mobile games are extremely well made and very well polished yeah i would say mobile games are probably way more underrated than they should yeah. be but like, i also never play mobile games myself i don't know <laughs> like yeah. i'll get into a mobile game for like maybe two days and i'll be like well i had enough of that <laughs> yeah okay that's 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 it for my week. <laughs> That's good shit. Ashley, if you would like to share your, your appetizers with the class. Sure, I could do that. Uh, played and finished uh, The Boyfriend Dungeon. I, oh! Uh, yeah, I played through it. I finished it. Apparently, I was much further through the game than I thought I was last week. So I finished it off and I was like, <laughs> that was good, and immediately restarted it and played it over again. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, that's a good game. Yeah, and then you go for The Other Boy. And then you go for the other boy. Yeah, there was... I don't know if this character was unlocked via the second playthrough, or I just somehow completely missed him the first time, but there's a whole other character that I didn't play with on my first run through. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I was like, was I always able to access you? So yeah, I played through with him, and that was a lot of fun. (laughs) Is there any uh, New Game Plus content? Uh, Not that I found, unless I also just completely missed that too. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I was to 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 uh, uh, I guess it's slight spoilerly, but not too much. <gasps> but personally, I found the the end boss extremely lacking. Uh, the sorry. rest of the game was completely fun. You're going through the dungeons, but like the final the boss battle, like the first time I beat him, I was like, it was like two hits. It felt like, and it was over. I'm like that. What even was really? It, yeah, it. I don't that know if it was sucks. the character what? I was using or just I don't know what happened but it was just like over instantly I'm like that was such anticlimactic it, it was the second playthrough it took me a little bit more to beat him I don't know like yeah again if I just played better with the other character but it just it was so lacking it felt which is the only negative thing I have to say about that game at all and just otherwise it was super fun but yeah that boss battle definitely could have been more for me Wow, it really sucks when a game doesn't stick its landing. Yeah, right? Like, it's so tragic. A little unfortunate, but still super fun overall. And I've also been playing, now that I'm back in Toronto and have access to my uh, VR equipment again, Mm -hmm. um, 
playing some Beat Saber as you do, the best game on uh, VR. But also, I bought a new <laughs> yeah. game called Cookout, oh. which is super fun. It is basically like every other cooking game where you have to like create ingredients and put them in order and serve them to a person. But you like you get out like your bread and you chop it to make a sandwich. Then you get a tomato and you chop it and you like grill it and and you're like times so you have like four customers you got to get to. It's basically like um. Overcooked, overcooked? Oh, hey. yeah. Uh, but but in VR, so you're just there like making oh ingredients and, and serving <laughs> customers, and you're like racing against the clock, and it's super fun. It's also like kind of intended to be played with multiplayer, but in VR, yeah, <laughs> I can barely like, play Overcooked without VR. <laughs> yeah, so it's set up like there's like four stations, so like you can have uh, like three people and yourself playing the game, and like the center. Thing where you have your plates to set up it like spins around so if you're like on a team person can reach a plate when you can't and it, i can see how it could be very fun and chaotic i just need to either play online with randos which i'm kind of always nervous about in general just yeah cause... get that online anxiety yeah especially yeah. especially in a game like this where it's like yeah communication is needed or else this isn't gonna go well or i have to uh convince friends to play it with me but also like who has a VR system, so... Actually, <laughs> um, my darling partner uh, likes to spend his money being fucking dumb as shit. So he bought a <laughs> VR system without actually having room to play it, so he just dumped it on me. Uh, so if this game is for PS4 VR, I absolutely can play it with you. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. I do have it on the, um, the Quest 2. I don't know if there is uh, cross-play. Yeah, the Oculus. Oculus Quest. Ugh, disgusting! Um, All <laughs> fucking privileged kids and your virtual realities. Yeah, I mean, I also, uh, I also do have a PlayStation 4 VR. What? No, bitch! Uh, what? No. You have multiple <laughs> VRs? Get the hell That's out of here! That's what I was saying. I was like, oh yeah, I know that we played Mouse last time I was over with you, and I know that we fucking played uh, Beat Saber last time I was there. But it was all your fucking PS4. You have another one? Yeah. You only I have don't... one set of eyes. <laughs> <laughs> No, Ashley loves to VR while she VRs. <laughs> I just have one set on top of each. One eye each, you know. Just wow. The ultimate beat. Multi-VR experience. <laughs> the extreme motion sickness you would get. But, yeah, I got them I got them both for Christmas on different years. So, uh, that's... I, I mean, yeah. I guess. Like, I know. I, the I am... Person? Because that person needs to learn. My mom? <laughs> Listen, your mom needs to know. She bought you one of those already. She doesn't need to buy you another one. She could have yeah. bought you a blanket for the cold winter nights. <laughs> Instead of these 15 VR headsets. Actually, it's just clutching to stay warm. Yeah. yeah, I just run them all night. You just run a ver- you just run a VR set where it's just like you buy a campfire, but only when you put the headset on. And you're like, I'm so cold. <laughs> The fire is right there in front of me. It's so toasty. You just gotta imagine it. (laughs) Oh no, that's so sad. What is this fucking dystopian 1984 Orwellian nightmare? Uh, Honestly, I should have thought about that in my last apartment, which was fucking cold as hell. I had like two heaters and six blankets on at night as well. I definitely remember sleeping with a sweater and a hat on during my in my last apartment so and like... your vr headset obviously because <laughs> vr headset yeah <laughs> one for you one for jerry that's what it is oh uh, yeah my boy jerry my cat yeah your vr son. system just for him <laughs> just for him 
But yeah, <sighs> yeah, a little a little gaming privilege with my my multiple VRs. But. I can't believe all it. your dang VRs. <laughs> it's, it's that meme of like, wow, Tom, how come your mom lets you have three VRs <laughs> instead of the hot dogs? You're still trying to eat them like a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> eat a whole Oculus Rift. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, VR. It's fun. You should get it and play it because it's good shit. Extremely expensive. But... <laughs> How about you, Maggie? I have been doing things. Wow. Speaking of a very <laughs> anticlimactic end, um, I played Smile for Me this past week. And, oh yeah, oh. and um, uh, it's it's a short little game. It's very cute. I absolutely adore it. Okay, I was following through its production. Um, I, it's just like it's it's gorgeous. The entire premise is it's a three D world, and all of the characters are these two D sprites that are always facing you. But the premise the premise of the game is that you are sad, so you end up in this place that's meant to help people who are sad, but you want to do the helping yourself instead of waiting for Boyo McDoyo to Boyo McDoyo give you <laughs> you heard me um, so you, you go around doing everybody a bunch of favors and then their different favors make them happy and then every time you make someone else happy there's like at the end of the day there's a little VR nope that's the wrong one BCR that's the right one um, <laughs> that plays a tape and it's like it's the dude or rather it's a puppet of the dude being like it seems that there are more people who are smiling stop it and I'm like okay <laughs> no so it's, it's like ominous and a little bit creepy and it's very like I'm very into it but uh, it's one very short and two spoilers for smile for me by Yugo Limbo and Daylin now available on Steam <laughs> uh, like after you complete everybody's business they're like, hey, you gotta go confront the big guy because he's fucking crazy banana bonkers, uh, pants on fire. And you're like, oh, what's wrong? He's like, that he wants to take all of your teeth and then give you seven rows of teeth. And I'm like, I'm not a shark. No, thank you. Let me go talk. What the? To you. What the fuck? It, it, it's Wait, like what? this whole thing about f- how he was sad. Like it wasn't fair that everybody who had so so many nice teeth weren't happy whereas he who was always smiling had shit teeth so he was like i'll become a dentist and then nobody was happy because everyone's scared of the dentist he was like well <laughs> okay. fuck that <laughs> anyway it's a little bit of a jump it is it's a, it's a little yeah. bit crazy kooky but like it's fun it's a fun very cute whimsical game wow uh so anyways your final fucking fight with this dude is that he ties you into a chair and you're like i have a body <laughs> this whole time nice so you're being yanked and danked he's just yanked and danked (laughs) exactly (laughs) together at once (laughs) finally together after all this finally (laughs) so yeah he just he just rips those chompers right out of your skull cap and leaves them on the table beside you and he's like i actually gotta go get something in the other room and you're like holy shit so the music is like very panicked you have to like use all of these fucking mechanics that you figured out through the game in order to get out of the chair and then get like out of the room and do all this shit it's Mm. neat but the entire thing lasts maybe a minute and then when you actually get out he's right there just hanging out and then he gives you this whole like speech but one of the things you get in the game is you get a punch glove and you can just knock him in the mouth 
and he stops talking and he's like oh well that was rude <laughs> and you're like buddy i'm about to kick your ass into a fucking giant teeth machine and he's like listen i got places to be can you fucking hurry this up and i'm like what <laughs> so you punch him into the teeth machine and he fucking dies and that's it game oh. over and i'm like what <laughs> what the fuck um interesting it really pissed me off i was like what the fuck is this this is bullshit i was so like nervous about this final thing like i was actually like scared to be out past curfew and like what final fight happens you have no fight in you at all i punched you in the mouth and that's it and like there are other endings where you can like get certain things through the game and give them to him but like there was it was so anticlimactic and i was like really nervous like oh my god oh my god i'm gonna make it work nothing so hmm. what the fuck is this? I was really pissed. That That's sucks. unfortunate. Uh, oh, and then also I wanted to say that uh, after fucking two months, I started streaming again. Maybe we'll see. And then uh, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley was with me this this last time. We got a lot of work done. I was very happy about it. Yeah. So thanks for that, Ashley. Aww. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's nice to be able to to chat with someone while you're working or otherwise I have no accountability to be at my desk at a certain period of time so uh streaming is great wow streaming is great it's really nice of you to invite me you you're always <laughs> working and also to be honest it was at like 1 p.m oh yeah damn it like... okay fuck all right you're forgiven <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was really one of those things where i was like i'm gonna stream and then ashley was like do you want to do a work call and i was like nice <laughs> this is gonna work it worked out yeah and then your heart started beating two times fast at, at yes <laughs> absolutely it did i got excited wow. i was like <laughs> are you kids ready to um go into the Nintendo Direct September 2021. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> Only if I can tell you how I ingested that information today. Uh, I I was actually out while this while the stream went on, so I'm just going through the compilation from uh, that Polygon made specifically totally. for news podcasters like ourselves. I mean, <laughs> I appreciate that, but also I watched a Gora stream. I watched her watch the uh, Nintendo. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, very good. <laughs> What? I mean that's that's really the the A plus way to consume any primary mm. news is through the <laughs> lens of a virtual shark girl, right? <laughs> a new Kirby game was leaked ahead of the direct presentation. Yeah, the English title is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Yeah, yeah, it's like this yeah. fucking post apocalyptic Kirby. Yeah, it's it's Kirby <laughs> Automata, right? Like, what are we, what are we <laughs> Where you play as 2K, mo mo Yorha Model 2 Type K. Wow. And it's, it's, I can't wait. I fucking love Kirby. Yeah, Kirby is very good. I fucking love every single, I play every single gosh diddly darn dang dog Kirby game. <laughs> They're all good. Not a single bad one. I uh, love well, Kirby. I do love Kirby as well. I love Kirby. Also, because, like, have, do you know about, like, the secret dark, like, lore in Kirby? What? No. Oh, there's secret dark nightmare lore in Kirby. Kirby's like a fucking eldritch god being. <laughs> Hit it, I'm ready. Fair enough. There's a series on YouTube called Kirby Lore, okay. made by Wooly Versus. Uh, he does very good, like, dramatic readings of Kirby lore. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna read out the, um, uh, the first one. Star Allies, a gnawing hunger for the fabric of reality. Episode 2, Kirby Lore. Morpho, the lurking god. Very good. <laughs> 
the concerning matter of Shiver Star and the Dark Matter trilogy. So, off the top of my head, I can tell you about Shiver Star. In Kirby 64, there is a planet that is entirely ice. And when you look at it, it looks eerily close to Earth. So, people have theorized that this is basically a post-humanity Earth that Kirby visits, where after um, after the climate becomes uninhabitable for humans, and it's just it's just there, just there, just just for fun. <laughs> uh, there's a butterfly in every opening of the Kirby games. Later on in the in Kirby Star Allies, the most recent game, mm-hmm. that same butterfly has basically accumulated enough spirit energy to become an intergalactic god being. What? That that Kirby then has to fight. Right, what? right. I do know that. Yeah. What? Like Mothra? Uh, in in Kirby Superstar, I believe for Super Nintendo, he has to fucking go on a big cool Disney space adventure to because the sun and the moon are having a fight or something. So he has to stop them from from fighting and love each other, and it's very nice. And then and then you meet like this giant clockwork planet named Nova, I think. And, and he's like, oh, oh, thank you, dear star child, I will grant you one wish. And Kirby's like, oh, okay, cool. And then Marks, your little nasty jester friend, comes in, and he's like, I want ultimate power. Fuck everyone. <laughs> and then he becomes and then he becomes a nightmare being, like, made of darkness that splits himself in half to summon black holes and nightmare fuel. And then you yeah. kick his ass because you're Kirby, and Kirby is an eldritch god being. What, this is real? <laughs> Maggie. These are all the Kirby games. I have never played a Kirby in my whole life. <laughs> Kirby is happy, nice, like sunshine rainbows. You play as Pink Blob and you eat things and then you get their powers. But then you'll get to the boss and it's like, oh, here's just a fucking Lovecraftian beast nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's very and it's very easy. It's a very easy game. But then you'll beat the game and it'll be like, oh, here's extra mode. And you'll play extra mode. And then you'll pause the game. And then in the pause screen, it'll give you a description of the boss, and it's like, this man had everything taken from him. His family was killed in front of his very eyes. His his He he just wants his daughter to recognize his face again, but he's become so distorted with the machinations that he created to accumulate power that she can't she can't recognize her own father, and he just wants to, to reconnect with the last bit of family that he has left in this world. I- I thought the I thought the Kirby big bads were like King Dedede. Maggie, you've no, been missing out on some shit. <laughs> Yo, the I, girl, the only thing I have about Kirby is the fucking Saturday morning cartoon. I didn't know any of this. You know the phrase "Don't judge a book by a, uh, by its cover." Yeah, Kirby is <laughs> Kirby is the epitome <laughs> of that shit because it's like, yeah, Kirby Poyo, and then just absolute like <laughs> gut wrenching, just absolute depression sadness <laughs> i need to read you the description of one of the bosses of kirby planet robobot okay <laughs> i feel like i'm dying in the sending into kirby only, but like you only get this in the extra boss pause screen only then will you get like the deep lore <laughs> it's so bonkers kirby is amazing yeah. this is why i love kirby i mean that is very good. i thought it was like yarn I thought it was like golf. <laughs> You're already golf. <laughs> I've been so wrong. Nah, dude, it's like so against the final boss is like extra version. Uh so, the soul of Sectonia. What? This is the pause menu. This okay. is what it says. 
Oh, okay. Teranza's final words and offerings can no longer reach her ears. The former queen has become a pitiable husk in the throes of madness after losing everything. She has consumed the world, and all she has left to cling to is her vanity. Oh. She's fed off countless hosts and now cannot remember her true form. A voice called out to help her, but it has since fallen silent. Before the night ends, she must be given her eternal beauty sleep. <laughs> Kirby! Poyo! <laughs> it's so good! I, oh, oh I didn't know. I feel like I've been educated. <laughs> I just got fucking learned. Kirby game for babies. I love Kirby. <laughs> well, today, Maggie has been learned in the ways of the pink puffball. <laughs> Watch Kirby Lord. Okay. All right. Um, Mario Kart meets Final Fantasy in Chocobo Grand Prix, a new racer from Square Enix. Fuck. Yeah, this is what I wanted all along. Hi. <laughs> it does look very good. He plays a fucking chocobo. It's, 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 it's a bequam bird. <laughs> Sorry, say that again in English. <laughs> so the quam bird. You can play as Vivi. You can play as all your favorite fantasies that are in the final. Is Vivi running? And then the chocobo side of us also running. Like oh no, the chocobo is the chocobo is on rollerblades. Wait, no, hold on. <laughs> Uh, uh, Vivi is in a car. <laughs> I beg your fucking pardon. Uh, and Sharoma, the white mage girl in Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, is also in a car. Oh, I should have watched this more closely. This is very cute. This game looks so cute. I love yeah, this. Yeah, it's like exactly like Mario Kart except Final Fantasy. Can I just ask a weird question? Sure, go for it. I didn't realize that Square Enix gave Nintendo the rights for this, or is Square Enix just showcasing in the Nintendo Direct? And also, yeah, why? Let's, let's go back to the wonderful Polygon article that single-handedly drives this podcast forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I remember watching it and being like, there's a lot of non-Nintendo stuff here in the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. is a Square Enix game. It's just on Switch. Oh, because it's on Switch, it's part of the Direct. Okay, yeah. I get that. That makes sense. Right, right. Yeah, because there's a few things by Square Enix this, this Direct. Yeah, for real. But they did have a trailer for Bayonetta. That's cool. Yeah, I thought I thought that would be the one because um, especially after like what they what happened last time, they put a fucking trailer up for Bayonetta. Oh, um, what's her hair? Hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh my God. I need to <laughs> see what her hair looks like. Oh, good question. That's an army man. Why is there army man? <laughs> Why is there army man? Why is army man have have meat have blood? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's a kaiju. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, that's how much like kaiju in the trailer. Okay, so she went from fighting angels to fighting angels and demons, and now she's just fighting aliens? Yeah, why not? That's my favorite um, religious figure. Is alien? Kaiju man. It's Neon Genesis' favorite al- er, figure, too. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. I know. He's gonna, watch, watch, he's gonna become, like, he's gonna be called Adam or something. Watch, she yells at a small a small baby to get in the robot. <laughs> oh, uh, also on this list, Triangle Strategy. There was more stuff out for that. Oh, yeah. That game fucks. It's, yeah, it's I'm also, excited for that. It's good to see that they um, that they listened to the feedback from fans playing the demo and fine-tuned mm. it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, it doesn't seem like they're going to change the name. Uh, yeah, that well, didn't think... mention. <laughs> Whoa, what is that hair? Yo, <laughs> I could cosplay her now. Finally. Hey. God, I love Good. Bayonetta so much. I would fucking <laughs> die for her. <laughs> oh, Disco Elysium is finally coming to Switch. Yeah. I mean, how I'm so <laughs> excited for this. Does Do you guys know about Disco Elysium? Girl, girl, I own Disco Elysium on Steam. Maggie, if you would do the honors. <laughs> okay, hold up. Let me let me get the developer name because I don't remember. Z A slash U M. Zom. Zom. Oh, <laughs> what, is, like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's the publisher. It's developed by. Is it? Oh fuck. Okay, sorry. Yes. Oh yeah, developed and published. I I have the article open, Maggie. Perfect. Well, then why did you hand it to me? <laughs> fucking take it away, Drewsby. <laughs> Because I was like, okay, fine, this is obviously the Disco Elysium master over here. Fucking I didn't say huge that. Dick. I said it, huge dick. Huge dick, 100%. Full completion. You're always bringing up my huge dick. Don't you know I'm very self-conscious about it? <laughs> you're going to give me a compliment. your massive package. You know what? You're right. That, 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 was, that was very discourteous of me, Maggie. I'm very sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Please take it away, Trucy. I want to hear what you have to say about Disco Elysium. I, I, Guys, I, I, I have I, news I, about Disco Elysium. <laughs> I, I will take it away. <laughs> Disco Elysium is a RPG where you play as an alcoholic piece of shit cop. Hmm. And Fun. You're, and you're searching for clues for a case. And this game is you know how you know how Ubisoft games will be like this game is not political. <laughs> do not do, no, it's fine. Yes, there's this scene where you play as a cop and you shoot all of these minorities. Not political. <laughs> you know, do with it what you will. Yeah. Anyways, Disco Elysium is the complete opposite, where all of your RPG stats are voice acted full characters by themselves. Oh, cool. So when you do, like, when you have to basically, like, roll for initiative, I guess, for specific <laughs> checks, basically, the little man that loves the heroine in your head will debate with the little man in your head that uh, believes in reptilians and Pizzagate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's just gonna... What are the stats called? Let's see. Connect to Station 41, understand cop culture. Authority helps you intimidate the public. Inland Empire is pure hunches and gut feelings. Dreams in waking life. Visual calculus helps you reconstruct crime scenes. Pain threshold, shrug off the pain, they'll have to hurt you more. <laughs> Electrochemistry is the um, go to party planet, love and be loved by drugs. <laughs> yeah, so stuff like that. And these are all like fully voice acted. Amazing. Mm -mm. It's This is the most hardcore political game. From, from what I've heard, basically they'll give you choices. That will help, like, flesh out what kind of cop you are. Like, are you a racist, like, stupid piece of shit cop? Are you, like, a communist? Are you a fascist? And they basically, they will put a magnifying glass to your beliefs and ask, and basically call your beliefs stupid. Ask you why you believe in those things. And I think that's really special. It is. There's also a lot of characters that, depending on the routes that you take, will just not fucking talk to you. Because they're like, oh, oh you're shit. a communist pig? Fuck you! And then they like, yeah. play it again, and you're like, oh, you're a capitalist? We can be friends. Yeah, there's... I, cool. I think there's a scene That's in the really beginning. Cool. The scene in the beginning where you can, like... 
ha- you can basically put in like a like a comment like that you think in your brain about like a mug or something and one of the options is pretty fucking racist and then the game's <laughs> narration will just be like oh so you're that kind of person all right okay i've i've i know all of this like purely from other people talking about it i cannot wait to play this game hmm. that sounds really cool i'm Ooh. so excited i i want this game to to learn about my communist values and call me a bitch for it <laughs> i'm so excited because it's oh man i i can't wait i can't wait coming in Very october good. i forgot we were talking about the port um also part of the nintendo direct to, i wanted to to bring something up because it made me want to fucking scream into the to the atmosphere um did you hear friends <laughs> family viewers that they're coming out with a mario movie yep. yes <laughs> of course have you seen the cast? <laughs> yeah. Fucking wild. That is what? pretty wild. What the fuck? What? Hell yeah. Uh... I don't want a Chris Pratt Mario. <laughs> what? What? What do you mean? <laughs> Yo, Jack Black? Hell yeah. What yeah I'm very fu- excited for Jack Black I... as Bowser. Oh, but... I love Jack Black. <laughs> Who is Toad? Who's Toad? It's fucking uh, Keenan Peele. What? Yes! <laughs> what the fuck? Yes, Toad is- Oh my god! <laughs> fucking... <laughs> and we got fucking Fred Armisen playing Cranky Kong. What the fuck am I supposed to do with that information? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm floored by this. Yeah, this is gonna be very entertaining. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, oh, we've got god. Charlie Day as Luigi, which, by the way- I don't know what to do with that. I don't know what to do with that information. I love Charlie Day so much. What the fuck am I staring at? And then fucking yeah, Keegan Michael Key is uh is is uh Toad, which S- Seth Rogen from Super Bad Fame is Donkey Kong, and I am Donkey <laughs> fucked. So I don't know what to do here. This is great. I love this. Why is Spike a character? They're really trying to inject Spike into everything now. I don't know who Spike is. Spike is whatever enemy from Mario 3 that vomits out spike balls and throws them at you. That's like, it! Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> G- give me another Waluigi. Give me Waluigi. Yeah, yeah. What, what you just said? I want Waluigi. Yeah. Where's Wario? How come he's yeah. not in this movie? Oh, Wario's my favorite. Fuck yeah. I, I, I need as much Wario as I can handle. Wario's the best. <laughs> Wario is the best character in the Mario Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's the, when people I mean... say MCU... The Mario <laughs> Cinematic Universe. They're gonna be talking yeah. about this now. I don't. I. I don't know what to uh, do here. Move over, Iron Man. <laughs> here comes a wahoo, Bing Bing, wahoo. Here comes Mr. Bing Bing, wahoo. Played by Chris Pratt. Played by Chris Pratt. <laughs> All right, so that was the Nintendo Direct news. Uh, friends, do we have any other news to cover in this segment? Sorry, I have news. I do. I have news. Yes. Uh, uh, so, brought to my attention by our lovely, uh, our lovely ex-podcast host, Mai. Oh. Um, yeah, no, Mai, Mai introduced me to, or I guess she introduced all of us to, um, the GDOC, which is the Game Dev of Color Expo. Uh, it's been going oh. on for the past six years. 
a Games Expo and conference that features creators from across the spectrum of backgrounds showing off their games, building culture, and pushing games forward as an art form. Um, if you are new to it, then absolutely go check out their stuff. They've got a YouTube channel with all of the old panels from previous years. They just came out with their direct and it was free for everybody to see regardless of whether or not you had a ticket. And I watched all of it because it was good. I do super recommend going out and watching the direct in full. There was a bunch of games. I, I don't have all of them on this list, but they are all phenomenal. Some standouts that I feel like everybody will appreciate are um, Onsen Master by Waking Oni Games and Whitehorn Games, which is essentially a Diner Dash style uh, <laughs> management game in which you have to bring people to the onsen and make sure that they are cleaned, you're using the right uh, soaps, and um, you're just keeping customers happy. It's very wow. cute. Uh, you've got Lonesome Village by Ogre Pixel, which is a cute vector art-based RPG in which you play an anthropomorphic wolf character <gasps> and you run around <laughs> in this cute low-poly world. Yes! You just gotta RPG your way around. Animal it's... people! <laughs> Let's fucking go! It's so fucking cute. Please look at all of the, the trailers cute. in the description. I'll, I'll do more than look at it. Oh, I believe that. Uh, this fucking jam it in my asshole. <laughs> well, I can't stop you. I can only support you. Um, As a true friend would. <laughs> you're 23 now, Trucy. I have to just trust. I'm a big girl. Know. I can put whatever I want in my asshole. Doctors disagree. <laughs> Doctors have conflicting opinions on this matter. Please consult your personal, your GP before putting anything in your ass. I don't think, I don't think that's necessary. I don't think you need to be calling up your boy and being uh, like, doc, doctor, uh, I have this cart. I have this copy of Lonesome Village oh, by no. Ogre Pixel here. I'm sending you, do you think you can, yes, no? <laughs> Asshole, yes, no? No. Y slash N. And N. <laughs> this game is called Spirit Swap. Lo-fi beats to match three. Oh, I've seen this. I've what seen the this fuck? Is it the best thing we've seen? Your fucking. It is very life? good. It is very I'm good. Dying. Okay. All right. So, in case you haven't seen this, first of all, can I just say? Can I just say the fucking? <laughs> the developer's name is called Soft Not Weak, and I read that and went, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm soft, not weak. Fuck. Um, <laughs> that is spoke good. to you. It did. Okay. So, anyways, the game. <laughs> is uh you you play as a a, a sweet dj uh, is, is, uh, but you're also like a witch in this like super fantasy based world but everyone's modern fantasy so you have oh, to like play bejeweled in order to go through different levels and bring <laughs> the lo-fi beats to your friend yeah. but also it's a dating sim and um, also all of the characters also in the fucking game are like different body shapes different uh oh. different skin tones different oh, ethnicities different uh different uh, sexualities uh you play as a queer witch and you just bring bring the spooks and the casts to well, all of your that's what i'm fucking yeah, saying right? isn't it <laughs> this so. is very good it's East style so is so fucking good. i love it so much style the fashion oh my god there's like an <laughs> angel character he's they are the person in the in the, like the first little section that you get to play as i think it's the tutorial or maybe it's just like a versus battle i don't know but they are so dapper I fucking lost my shit. Anyways, we love a dapper they them. We love it. Oh, so, 
It's so this looks super cute. I absolutely never play Bejeweled games, but like, I might, I might have to get this one. Well, I was, I was like going through my fucking Steam account. I'm like, I gotta add all these to my wishlist. Gotta make it happen. And as I did, it was like games just like this that you've played, Honey Pop. And I'm like, don't, don't do that to me, <laughs> you son of a bitch. What do you mean, Honey Pop Fox? It oh, do- no. Listen, it does fuck, but that's pretty much all it does is fuck. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. I, that's what I'm I saying. enjoy a good honey. I enjoy popping some honey. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna. I'm not gonna continue with that one. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, no. So spirit swap. I was really ready to drop 150 dollars on this Kickstarter, and then I realized the Kickstarter was over, and I was like, "Ooh, save my wallet." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I, I have. I have seen. You know what? I'm gonna plug it right now, actually. Yeah. Um, Eagle Knight Paradox is a uh, by Playstorm Studios is a Kickstarter that I saw and fucking instantly back. Oh, this is cute as shit. Yeah, you play as a little um, you play as a little handicap boy, <gasps> and mm-hmm. he gets and he gets in his mech armor and he kicks ass. He's an amputee, my dude. Because just just because you don't have a leg, doesn't mean you can't be a hero. Well, obs. This is so cute. I love this. Side-scrolling action mecha platformer with a unique slice of life twist that looks like big Mega Man X vibes, and I'm here for it. Yes, this is big. Yeah, it looks very cute. Yeah, so I saw this and I was like, all right, yeah, here, man, just fucking take my gosh dang money. Yeah. Anyways, Eagle Knight Parrot. Good. Very good. 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 Very into that. Keep an eye out for it. Wish list on Steam. Yeah, totally. Do that. I also backed Frame Makers, which is just. Another um, another platform fighter that promises to be better than Smash. Fair enough. And also, Frame Makers, of course, why am I not surprised, has furries. But also, is that Octodad? <laughs> yeah, they have Octodad. They have what? Octodad. They have Buff. Hold on. It's from Slap City. Uh, the, oh, oh, yeah. It's called Ultra Fish Bungeon 3000. That's the name of the buff duck? Yeah. That's very Ultra Fish Bungeon 3000. Also, congratulations to um, the developers of Slap City getting contracted to develop the official Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. Oh, game. fucking A. Ludosity. Cool. Yeah, because they, they saw their game and were like, heck yeah, this, these guys are good, cool platform fighter. So they're just brought on to work on Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, which is like a Smash-like game. But with all your Nickelodeon boys, you got your TMNTs, you got your SpongeBabs, you have Boy, you have Reptar, and more. I I don't want to see Nigel Thornberry fight Ren and Stimpy. I don't want to see that. You can do Nigel Thornberry deep, intense tech. Nigel Thornberry edgeguards coming to you. (laughs) Get ready for this advanced wave dash fucking... Sponge dashing. They're gonna call it sponge dashing. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> I, I need it. it. I need it. Uh-huh. <laughs> there are more games I need to tell you guys about. Oh my god! Right, yes. Oh yeah. yes, there are. It's fine. I get it. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be quick. This is honestly the cut list. Um, okay, so there's also Key Locker. It's a turn-based cyberpunk action. That's the full name. Uh, by Moonana. Heyo. This is the coolest fucking looking game ever. It's like 32-bit pixel, but it's done in a cyberpunk fantasy. Very Valhalla bartender. Uh, oh, I like very... this. 
it's gorgeous like the premise is that there's no music here and then you fucking fall from the sky and you got bgm and they're like that's unacceptable so they throw you in jail then you start a band <laughs> anyways shut up rhythm turn based jrpg yes! take my money now that's, bitch yes exactly right only through music we can break the system for my song is electric let's fucking go it's so good it's so good okay there's also she dreams elsewhere which is like an uncomfortable uh mother 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 that's bad mother three style uh gameplay with like a little bit fancier looking graphics but it takes place in like this old 90s mall and it's all like black and white it's fucking cool this looks very cool. Right? Okay, yeah, please go, please go. Also oh, wow, of, this, kind this, of this, this is kind of creepy. It is. This is like. It is, right? Mother. It plays like mother. I'm. <laughs> it plays like mother. Sorry. It plays uh, like mother. <laughs> uh, so that, that one, that's She Dreams Elsewhere by Studio Zevre. Zevre? This is terrifying. It is! It's so cute, you play, though. You play as Talia, an anxiety-ridden, comatose woman on a journey to confront the nightmares preventing her from awakening. Wow! Isn't it cute? Hmm. Aren't you That's... excited about this? That's so charming. It's just like Kirby. <laughs> Add it to your wish list. Just like Kirby. Just like Kirby. <laughs> this is the opposite, hood? where like you have like two bits of uh, happy lore when you pause the video. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, everything will work out, probably. And you're like, nice. Deep lore. But it's just like, your smile is nice, smiley face. (laughs) And then one of the fucking demons you have to fight is a set of teeth. And you're like, oh no, that's not what I wanted, please. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the last one, the last one I actually downloaded the demo for because I wanted to play it. It's called Commonhood by Plethora Project. And it is a resource management sort of like base building game where you play as a character who has recently been uh, put out by the bank Mm. as it forecloses on your house when you can no longer pay the medical bills as well as the rent or the mortgage after your father passes. So you return back to this. It is. It's very real. But you end up in this uh, this factory where there's a lot of people squatting, and you, in case you don't know what squatting is, it's when somebody <laughs> lives in a in an unowned abandoned. They're not just like doing squats. Sorry, <laughs> I said that and went. Would anybody else? Sorry. So yeah, you end up in this like old abandoned factory where a bunch of people are squatting, and they're basically helping you get through the i the ideology of being homeless and like or. Sorry, not being homeless, because they say that they do have a home, this is their home. But, like, being essentially neglected and, and forgotten by society. It's just, it's very hard, but it's it's beautiful. It's a really cute game, and the ambiance is really gorgeous. So I'm really excited to see how the final looks, because the demo is super fun. Couple, a little, couple bugs here and there, but, like, it's, it's really gorgeous. Um, and then that's... <laughs> I'm just gonna end it there because there's just so many fucking games in the direct that were genuinely like had me fucking big yelling like space trading <laughs> organs very fucking you play as a super horrible warmonger and you trade organs in space it's great Fun. Uh, night reverie which is just like another RPG but it's gorgeous to look at fucking um, pen pal princess which uses VTuber technology to do the animations for a fucking visual novel style dating sim oh yeah, like Validate, which is another uh, LGBTQ plus 
style dating sim with BIPOC characters. One of them is Iranian, and I was like, I do a Middle East too. So it was. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, wow. so super recommend. Go go look at there's so many more than what I just said, but those were the ones that really hit me hard. Uh yeah, no fucking uh game dev of color expo doing the Lord's work. So we appreciate it. It's pretty you. good. It's pretty good expo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ashley got any news? Yeah, I do I have a couple news, but I will just do a one because we're going long this time. We are but uh Get long in uh, the tooth. <laughs> Because we, we forgot to mention this last week, that uh, Nintendo Switch finally has Bluetooth audio. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's so fucking hilarious to me, because the Switch has been out for four goddamn years, and they're like, yeah, they're just, now you can have Bluetooth, just, you know, update your system, you got it now. It's like, you couldn't have got on that a little bit sooner, my dudes. Uh... Like, <laughs> It's so funny, because it literally, it's always had Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. Since it came out. They literally just forgot to turn it on. That's so funny. It's so dumb. It's the most Nintendo shit ever. It's fucking Ugh. hilarious. Like, you just... All you have to do is just update the system. I'm sure there's a lot of background shit you had to actually do, but, like, four... Four years. <laughs> four <laughs> like, years. You have an entire new Switch model before... Good old Papa Nintendo. Yeah, I just... I just thought that was fun toss that little little it's guy so in there funny. <laughs> like like because because it uses bluetooth to like connect to the controllers right <laughs> so so it already has it and it is using it but they're just like oh you, you, you people don't fucking yeah you, know, you know people don't need that they don't yeah, use bluetooth yeah. headphones nah <laughs> it's fine thanks nintendo thanks nintendo useless as shit again as always <laughs> What a bunch of fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> Nintendo, again, reminder, was never good. <laughs> you say after you just, like, sucked Kirby's dick for, like, two hours. Kirby's the only one that's good. And Wario. <laughs> I feel like every time you're like, fuck Nintendo, it's like, yeah, but except but, for Kirby, except for Wario, except I mean, for Anna. You can, have, joke. you can have <laughs> both at me. the same time. I love love the products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate the company. I like Mother. <laughs> I think the people that are running that company should not be running that company. Yeah, I, that's... I, I'm like gonna... Disney as well. Oh, like yeah. Disney, the Disney uh, products hate the Disney company. Um, I'm going to be an old person and say that I think Iwata, when he passed, he really did bring a lot of the spirit of Nintendo with him. Rip. And ever since his passing, there's been a lot of... Um, really nasty mobile game stuff that has, like, predatory, like, gacha mechanics that I don't think he honestly would have allowed. That's so frustrating. Yeah, that's fair. Like, it's... Man. I, I love that guy. God fair. bless. God bless. <laughs> God bless. Iwata. Rest in peace, friends. Iwata, the yeah. greatest developer in, in my lifetime. You want to use mail? Mail time? Anime? Anime time? Anime time. I wanted to just quickly it's not anime but it is my my thing that I've been doing it's media please ingest this media okay uh yeah. I fucking give me the pill mom <laughs> yeah you go choose the open up and put it right in the back of your tongue yum yum <laughs> uh <laughs> 
Sorry, this this album came out uh, t- t- 2020, but I, I only just recently listened to it because it came out with an extended version. Um, I love music a lot, and so my, my, my thing that I've been obsessed with this past week is the Glass Animals album, Dreamland. It's fucking phenomenal. It's like, ooh, it's good. They do a lot of like nostalgia music, so they'll have lines that are like, Scooby-Doo, Push Pops in the Corner of the Room. Uh, Pepsi Blue from 2002, <laughs> stuff like that. Oh my god! But like, I fucking love their music. I don't even give a shit. I'm fucking obsessed with with this one specifically this past week. It's been it's been Dreamland by Glass Animals, and it's <laughs> can I? We're we're an 18 plus podcast, right? Uh, yeah. I talk about I, my <laughs> asshole a lot. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, I think cool. we're I think we're the 18 plus. <laughs> So it's been Dreamland by Glass Animals, and it's been just popping in to say hi by Cry Wank. Uh, so go listen to those two if you if you fucking like. really yeah that's the Cry that, Wank that's the only is. kind that... of wank I do. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, sometimes yeah, uh, yeah. No, Cry Wank sometimes is a you just is... gotta have a good Cry Wank. It's true though. It's listen. Sometimes you're like, I just really got to get off, and the minute you do, you're like, oh, I'm sad, and you burst into tears. It's it's fine. Yeah, you get that post nut depression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the endorphins completely run out. Uh, yeah. So Glass Animals is a, is an indie electronica, very very cute band, and then uh, Crywank is a uh, emo rock, very very acoustic, very emotional. Emotion. That sounds very cool, Maggie. I mean, I. <laughs> sorry i don't know if you're being facetious or not because you're like wow she listens to emo music and it's called cry wank that's great like, okay thank you for sharing with us your cry wank adventure maggie it really 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 matters thanks appreciate it it really uh really makes us feel special well that's what i'm here for to make you feel it really makes me feel like a woman do 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 <laughs> That's a Shania Twain song for anybody who doesn't know that. Alright. Anyways. <laughs> I think most people will get that. I hope so. She's a Canadian singer. I don't I'm not sure if she's that popular among Oh. Them. Really? Yeah. I feel no, that song's gotta be popular everywhere, right? Well, I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I, I don't I don't feel like Celine Dion also gets a lot of recognition overseas. Huh. Yeah. Things you don't think about, eh? <laughs> I guess not. That's fair. That's very fair. Ashley has become woke to the truth. <laughs> the truth about Shania Twain, famous yeah. Canadian singer. Singers not popular from their home country? What? <laughs> Mind-boggling. Crazy. Uh, does anybody else have anime or dessert? Uh, no. I have seen zero anime. anime. Oh, except for Conjun House. Oh, that's the best anime. Good shit. Is there a new episode out? No. Oh, <laughs> but but it's still good. <laughs> still the best piece of media created by humans. <laughs> I don't know. Hands why. down. I didn't know your cat had a father. I found this cat in the dumpster. Have your husband ever made love? I need to know. <laughs> Anyways, it's, it's, it's a good. It's a, everyone should watch Conjuring House. It's good. His name is Gay Spaghetti Chef. That's his full name. (laughs) Full legal name. This is a very important piece of media that deserves to be preserved forever. If I could, uh, if 
If we're doing a, a kind of non-anime thing, can I chuck in media that I've been yeah. enjoying? This sure. <laughs> um, uh, first quick one. Uh, one of my favorite musicians, Mr. Noah Kahn, yes. has put out a recent album. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, it's his, it's his pop album. Very good. I enjoy it. Favorite song off of it is Bad Luck. Ooh. Very good. All of His music is great because it's both, like, if you're just, like, listening to, the like, the music and the tunes, it's, like, a bop. And it's very good. And then you, like, look at the lyrics, and it's like, oh, this is... This boy's depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Hell so it's, yeah. It's, it's good for, like, when you want a good time, it's good for when you want a bad time. It just depends on if you actually want to pay attention or not. <laughs> wow. Part of Me, the first song on the album, very good, very good. Mm. That song fucking slaps. Yeah, it is very good. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, go listen to that also. In the, the terms of uh, uh, queer representation in media... You should listen to the Penumbra podcast. Oh! I've gotten into that recently. Um, it kind of has two main storylines that are, like, happening at the same time. You'll get, like, two episodes of one uh, area and two episodes of another, and it just keeps swapping back and forth as you go. So one side, which is my favorite side, is you follow uh, Juno Steele, which is a private eye who lives on Mars. And, Juno like, Mars? You... <laughs> and he just goes around and has to face all kinds of, like, uh, mysteries and solve things and like his life is always in danger every two seconds and oh no and he's also a depressed boy and and he falls in love with a guy who like backstabs him <gasps> and it's all like it's and it's like it's just very good i am very entertained by it <laughs> wait ashley does juno mars is gay oh for fuck's sake <laughs> <Come on>. <laughs> <laughs> it's full circle oh, how dare you I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's very good. You got like uh canonical like uh bi characters which Juno is and like uh non-binary and ace characters. They're just like, yeah, they're there. They're in the thing. Cute. Um yeah, and then the second half of their the podcast is uh the Second Citadel where uh Sir Caroline, she is among like an all male knights uh, city and it is just they're fighting monsters and everybody is just like no I'm the best knight no I'm the best knight and like they get into very stupid scenarios because they're just absolutely insane and <laughs> it's great it's very chaotic <laughs> so yeah That's I've been cute. enjoying that hmm. I like that you were telling over this uh, last week I think or the week before but I like I completely forgot what it was called, and I was like, should I ask? <laughs> should I ask what it was called? That's fair. I, it's one of those things where I like it, but at the same time, I kind of don't. There's something about it that doesn't make me love it as some of the other podcasts I follow, but I cannot stop listening to it. Mm-hmm. I just, Especially like the, the, the Juno Steel side of it, where it's all like, like noir-esque Ooh, vibes. Cute. And just everyone's kind of like talking. Like Juno will have like his uh, his monologue as things are happening, and it's like, and then she pulled out the cigar and lit it, and fucking just goes off. I can't even recreate it because I am not that talented, but it's it's very entertaining. I love it. <laughs> I, I I I really do like really treasure podcasts that my brain can connect to. Because hmm. I've tried so many podcasts that just like I don't know. It's like a gut feeling thing. Hmm. I need to like the sounds of the voices. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I've listened. 
I've listened to the same like 15 year old British podcast for a very long time. It's Irish podcast. Cute. I can only listen to over and over and over. And that's kind of it. I mean, I, uh, for very good sound editing and scaping, I highly recommend uh, the Magnus Archives, which I know you have uh, listened to some of, but it is extremely well done for its audio. Like, and they said they're starting out like with fucking blankets taped to their walls (laughs) and shit. So it is incredible. Yeah, very well done, yeah. audio-wise. The the actual yeah, quality, actually. but also the just the storyline. Like, the, yeah, writing the writing in that fucking podcast is cool. Oh, quality yeah. Quality city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a, a spooky, spooky, scary podcast where they're trying to... Uh, uh, well, I guess they weren't trying to at the start. <laughs> they're taking statements of people who encountered spooky things, and they're, they're archiving it and be like, this spooky thing didn't happen. Spoiler alert, they did happen. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, it just it gets into an epic adventure. There's also gays in that one, too. So, you know, mm-hmm. all, all the things you need to love. Heck yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very spooky. Very scary. Some episodes straight up had me not being able to sleep until about the next day. So, <laughs> awesome. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't like horror, like, at all. This, though, like, it's spooky. There was only one episode that fucking made me like nope, nope right out of this, and I don't know. I guess for me, not seeing it is easier. Like I could never watch a horror movie, but the podcast was all right. But yeah, there was definitely one episode where the, the audio, whatever like style or like layer they did with it, just like which didn't like <laughs> which episode was it? This girl went underground with like her boyfriend or something. And like they're spelunking. Oh, is this and she the, gets... the sisters? And she loses her sister? Yeah, yeah, oh, her sister. And then she gets stuck underground and yeah. like it's closing in. And then she hears this thing and she's like, no, don't get me. Take my sister, not me. Take my sister, not me. Right. Or yeah, yeah. And it's just like the audio that they used for this thing that was coming for her. Oh my so God. So fucking good. That was like, I was also, that episode I happened to be listening to at night in the dark. So yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I, I sleep to podcasts. I'm like, this is fine. The first like seven episodes were fine. They didn't spook me out too much. And then that one came out. I'm like, nope. I had to, I had to immediately switch to the McElroy's to get some, some joke, joke, butt farts in there to, <laughs> <laughs> to counter it. Oh, also, sorry. This is just quick. Uh, this is, I might cut and put earlier, but coming out October 16th is the Demon Slayer game. Oh. If you haven't played or if you haven't watched Demon Slayer, please go watch Demon Slayer. I just finished reading it. It's amazing. It's so fucking good. It's a little fast paced, yes, but the story is quality. The characters are amazing. The actual um, atmosphere they build, the way they they depict uh, relationships back and forth, the demons, everything, so fucking good. So the manga is officially over. Oh. The anime season two is coming out next year, but this game that's coming out. Uh, follows the anime so you can basically play through it in an open uh naruto uzumaki chronicles style wow uh, yeah no it's mm. fucking it's fucking really cute and all of the sword techniques are so fun and it looks really amazing and it's coming out october 16th please go uh take a look at it if you're interested if you like demon slayer you're gonna fucking like this game so uh that's super fun yeah that's really cool well let's Fair. let's take a question and get the fuck out of here uh this question comes from bruno Bruno Mars is gay? Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing! (laughs) It all worked out! Holy shit. So, what do you do when you find yourself losing creative motivation? How do you deal with burnout? Ashley? Ooh, I am... 
the worst person to give advice for this one because uh, I lie in bed for several hours at a time staring at the wall in uh, uh, just... Yeah, I don't do much. We have a winner. <laughs> I, honestly, Liter like I... No, that's, the, that's a good answer, honestly. Just fucking let yourself rest. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's not actually resting. I'm sitting there thinking about all the poor choices I've done in my life to get where I am and all the things I oh, still need to do. Oh, for fuck's sake, Ashley. That's, not, that's huge, called catastrophizing. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, my, it's a daily that's routine. A, I gotta get that's that That's a in. symptom of anxiety, <laughs> my love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Actually, we didn't say this is, was the way to deal we, with it. Okay, we're not trying to give our listeners fucking like self-destructive <laughs> tendencies, dear God. No, yeah, don't don't do what <laughs> I do. Yeah, don't do, do that. But, uh, That's not good. Yeah, actually rest <laughs> and like do things that you enjoy so you can charge your battery. Remind yourself that you are only human and you cannot constantly be at one hundred. If you are taking a long time to get from point A to point B in a creative project, it might just be because you are burnt out. Do not force yourself to do anything you can't. You are only going... When you get hurt, physically hurt, and you sprain a muscle, you are not going to get any better by continuously putting extra effort or whatever into that muscle. And it's the same with your, your creative muscles. You can't sprain them yeah. and then expect to put more pressure on them and then to get better it doesn't work like that yeah. you need a break but you need to let yourself take a break it's not like it's all in the mind like no you fucking like sit down and jack off or something i don't know well <laughs> read yeah, a book if that, if... <laughs> read a book listen to a podcast jack off listen to Cry wank and jack off and yeah. cry. Who knows? Cry wank while listening to cry wank. <laughs> if you cry wank while listening to cry wank, send us the message at the hot podcast mail yeah. at gmail.com. Like when I when I Boy. when I make my animations for myself, hmm. I I only animate if I want to animate. If hmm. I don't want to animate, I'm not going to be good. I'm just gonna hmm. be shit. I can't just force myself to do the thing. Like, fair. Like, this is that's just how, like, I'm not gonna make a sick ass attack animation. Be like, hell yeah. Well, what well, if the entire time I was making that, I was basically like dragging myself out of bed at seven a.m. to do it, and I'm and the first thing that I think is, dear God, I don't want to do this because it's gonna show at my work. Also, if you're in a creative job where it's your source of income, and you feel like you can't manage to to push your way through it give yourself breaks take take minutes to go for walks take minutes to breathe in fresh air to to be in the sun touch grass i know that sounds rude <laughs> but I'm, I'm being serious it will help you a lot ashley change of scenery <laughs> keep some grass with you take some eat the grass <laughs> take clumps <laughs> of grass and eat it as you feel we're gonna, we're gonna have like a patch of fake grass in ashley's room and oh whenever she's sad, she can just bend, she can just all just lie face down. Yeah, just, just <laughs> rub your body all instead over the of, grass. <laughs> instead of lying face down on the floor like normal, I got a little patch of grass to do with it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> you, to God. you can have Gerald with you, and you'll be just like the primitive humans. <laughs> yeah, I I have terrible advice for this question because I honestly uh, my brain is always shit. And I do the, the arts for work. And so, like, I've never done a personal piece in the past, like, fucking five years. Because, like, I don't have the energy for it. So, uh, 
yeah, don't just don't do what I do, and you'll be great. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm really, I'm actually like kind of dreading the eventuality when I like work on creative job, and then it's gonna be like I desperately want to do something for me, desperately. It def- it it can get hard for some things where it's it's definitely enjoyable doing something creative for your job, but it is extremely mentally taxing to do something creative for your job because you're spending the whole day thinking and being like, how does I make this better? It's like, it's the cogs are working and you get out of the, the end of the job or end of the day and you're just, you have no mental energy left for anything else. I don't know how some people, cause animation is very demanding. A lot of people are like, you have to go home and practice and be like always on the ball, keep practicing, keep going or you'll, you'll never get anywhere in the industry. Yeah. And like, I cannot fathom that because I, give everything for work and even sometimes for work i can't even give everything and then you expect me to do stuff afterwards like i think about it and be like wow that'd be fun to do i really want to do that and i just cannot oh my god so yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like do what you love and you'll never work a day no you are still absolutely working but you're getting paid for yeah. it so <laughs> you're you're trading off a set of pros and cons for another set of pros and cons yeah, exactly. Just just treat yourself like you would treat a friend. Yeah. If I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Mm. That's just how yeah. that's just how I do. Like I'm not going to force myself to do a art. Yeah, it's one of those, you just got to like, yeah, take breaks, get advice from people, just chill out, cry over your work because it's not working well and then you, you get it out of your system and then keep working <laughs> and sometimes if you're creative you don't have to keep doing the same creative thing like if you play a, an instrument and you're like oh my fingers are broken then like maybe practice casually or like ca- just casually <laughs> um <laughs> like i don't know just sing to yourself or like fucking do a sweet dance routine like you don't necessarily have to keep doing the same creative thing over and over again you want to do concept art take a break from concept art do some animation you want to do animation take a break from animation do some some poetry write lyrics fucking stare at the sun draw the sun (laughs) don't stare directly into the sun (laughs) fight the sun do something creative you know what i mean yeah i i was animating definitely switching it up i was animating like body mechanic stuff doing Hmm. cycles and i'm like heck yeah and and then I did a jump, and I was like, "Heck yeah!" And then I did a, and then I, I, w- I was tired of doing cycles and stuff, so I did a girl like waiting for the bus at a bus stop, and I was like, "This is nice." Yeah. Vary it up, and you know, if you want to fully rig a three D model of a of a big buff furry lion man, do it. Who's gonna stop you? <laughs> Who the fuck's gonna stop you? No yes, one. Are you trying to Mom. Knowledge about rigging. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> just fucking imagine just mom bursting into your room. Don't you dare fucking ring that bird. Don't you do it. Seriously, are you gonna bring shape on this family again? I I took you to church. I, I I sent you to the doctor, and this is how you repay me. After all the conversion therapy, I don't thought, take the kids to conversion I therapy. Thought, oh God, don't take your kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is my darkness. I like to make fun of my darkness. <laughs> Oh yeah, we were answering a question. So um, oh. yeah, uh, Bruno, <laughs> hope that hope that answers your question. Nailed it. Oh, do, some furries. <laughs> do some fucking furries. You want to do not furries? Do not furries. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know? you, you know, just treat yourself like a friend. Treat yourself. I think answer works for everything. Like if you want to do furries, do furries. Yeah. <laughs> How do I get over my depression? If you want to do furries, do furries. Yeah, slogan of the podcast. If you want to do furries, do furries. How do I how do I boil toast? If you want to do furries, do furries. <laughs> uh, so far, our legendary slogans of the podcast have been: um, uh, Why do robot have meat have blood? If you want to do furries, do furries. Um, <laughs> quick and easy recipe for salmon. <laughs> that was really good. That was probably like a, a highlight. Yeah, my favorite bit. And one last question, real quick. What are your favorite? What are your OTPs, real quick, off the top of your head? Wait. Don't think too much about it. Wait, like any anime? Go. Yes, anything. Go. Uh, fucking Baku Deku, no question. That's that's yeah. the boy. Okay. Uh, Black Star Death the Kid, uh, and then um, Tatsuki. That's and pretty Orgy. good. Those are those are my those are my top. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry. I needed to say this because it's it's very new, but it's very much the top one. Korone Inugami and fucking Okayu Cat. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Cat. What's her last name? Nekomata? Dog girl and cat girl and fuck. Jesus, they're so cute. <laughs> oh, god damn it. My phone only has OC ship. Rip. <laughs> Rip. Oh, no. It's, it's, uh, it's our Final Fantasy characters. I'm not surprised. God fucking damn it. Why do I only have this shit on my phone? I literally <laughs> don't have anything else. <laughs> Shit. Oh, fuck. What's uh, your favorite anime? My favorite anime? Yeah. Oh, I hate anime. Okay, what's your favorite <laughs> game? I hate all anime. Uh, <laughs> my favorite game? Oh, Sonic Knuckles! <laughs> I love it. That's really good. That very good. I can't oh believe Sonic it. Sonic Knuckles is good. Knuckles. Sonic Tails is good. You know what? They can all be a, they can all be a cute little polycule. I'm into mm. a polycule. That's very Hell yeah. Cool. Team Heroes. Sonic Sonic Heroes Polycule <laughs> Can you feel the sunshine? Oh, I feel it <laughs> It brightens up my day <laughs> Sometimes I just need to get away uh, <laughs> Ashley, Ashley I feel like OTPs, I don't have it because like if I, if I like take like Haiku, the, the best anime where obviously there's the intended like people ship them so hard like like suga and daichi yeah. it's like yes i love that and then people are also like but daichi and crow i'm like okay yeah i see that so like i ship everyone in everyone <laughs> in that anime like you mm. put those two characters yep yeah i like that you know what that's great <laughs> i like that i like that a lot I, I feel like that happens a lot with uh most animes for me where it's like people are like but i ship this though i'm like you know what i see that that's very good <laughs> Oh, okay. I have I have uh, another one. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Cloud and Aerith. Oh, cute, 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 cute. Because he's hmm. like, oh, I'm a big tough guy. I'm so cool. And she's like, no, you're not. You're a fucking loser. You're a fucking. Oh, I idiot. love the big and so up. You're a fucking idiot twonk. And then she like slaps his ass. <laughs> nice. And he's like, damn it, she saw through me. But uh, but like I I I'm kind of I'm not as I'm not as strong on like Cloud and Tifa as I am Aerith because Aerith just kind of sees through all of Cloud's bullshit and I feel mm -hmm. like Cloud and Tifa are more like best friends. I'm into that. Mm. Fair. Because I just I just need I just need characters to be friends sometimes. 
Yeah, that's fair. And Aerith is just good. Her sass is so good. Just, she just... She, she tells a man that she's gonna rip his dick off. That's very good. And, and I just I just really want that that sharp feminine power in my video games. I more of I, it. Fair. I got I got that. Yeah. There's an anime that just finished yeah. airing the next season. It's called uh, Reincarnated as the Villainess in an Otome game or some shit like that. Uh, if you haven't seen this, it's so fucking good. She she gets reincarnated as the villain in an Otome game she used to play, and so. Everybody's part of her harem, but there's two characters who are in love with her. There's a dude and his bride, and they both want to be with her. And they are best friends, accomplices, ready to fucking kill for this girl. But they know that both of them feel the exact same way. And their their <laughs> bond is so strong. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? I think my favorite ship dynamic will always be... Um... Big and strong, big, strong, tough, and mm. the small one mm. that softens up the big, strong, tough. That, I do like that. That, yeah. And... That, I think that's also my favorite thing, where there's such a huge, uh, like, power imbalance, like, actual physical, like, this person will kill you with, like, <laughs> two seconds without blinking, and then the other one's just like, tra-la-la-la-la, and then, but they work so well together. That's definitely my favorite trope. Yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, mine is childhood best friends because I, I'm sad. But uh, <laughs> And you had no friends as a kid? A fucking loser? N- well, no, my current <laughs> partner, we were friends in high school and it was very nice. That's so gay! I know. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, no, but it's my fucking favorite childhood friends. But I also really love oblivious, dumb, stupid fucking moron and then oh. Tsundere character. Like, that's my favorite trope. Tsundere's are my favorite literally tropes. like the best. They're so good. <laughs> They're so good. If you're if you're listening and you're a Sundari, you're valid. <laughs> if you're listening to Sundari, please write into the hot podcast and tell me about the most Sundari thing you've ever done because it's my fetish and I would like yes. to hear about it. Thank you. So, uh, label the subject. I am a Sundari and I listen to the podcast. <laughs> I, I promise you, it will be starred and it will sit at the very top of our inbox for the rest of my fucking life. Exactly. We will never delete that email. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yes. We'll we'll print it out. And frame it in our office that we absolutely have. <laughs> It'll be the only thing on our wall. Just on our one wall that we have in the office. <laughs> <laughs> our just... office is just a floor, one wall, a large table, and like open air. Like that's our, it. Our, 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 <laughs> it's like a stage set. <laughs> our, our office is like a broom closet. That's what it They're is. filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, and, it's, <laughs> and it says Hot Podcast Professional Office. Do not disturb. I love that. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to send an email to Hot Podcast, you can send it in at hotpodcastmail at gmail.com. Maggie, what email is that? That is hotpodcastmail at gmail.com. Amazing. And this has been Hot Podcast <laughs> episode it. 33. Thank you very much for listening to our nonsense. <laughs> and um, we'll see you again next week for another piping hot stew full of joy, adventure, <laughs> gay, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I'm old, hooray, happy birthday to me. <laughs> happy Yay! birthday, happy birthday. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stop, I'm going to remember to stop recording.